And it is uh, with great pride that I say it's a new music alert Thursday, and you'll never believe who's visiting our studio at America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program, heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web at NahumSingle.com on the NahumSingle Network, and of course on the beloved NSN app, the one and only Shmuley Unger is in our studio in Teaneck, New Jersey. A pleasure to say welcome to JM in the AM. Welcome back, welcome back. You've been I, here before. Actually, yes. not here, but you've been on the show before. I've been on the show. And, and, you, and you took great pride in telling us that, by the way, that you were on the show, because I think the impression was that someone of your background, and by the way, for those of you who see the video eventually, Shmuley did leave his. You call it Reckel. What's the what's the what would, what would I call it? Kapata, Bekisha. What would I call it? Uh, also, maybe jacket, like nice. A uh, Reckel is not also a Bekisha. Or a no, no, Bekisha is a different one for Shabbos. A Reckel you were in during the week. And a Kapata. A Kapata, I think, is a Chabatska thing. I'm not. I'm oh, not exactly you're not sure. even in the Kapata realm. No, I don't think so. No. <laughs> all right. So he it's left. All, it's all the same, you know. Rosenberg, Eisenberg. Yeah. You know. Yeah, iceberg. Mm-hmm. So he he left the jacket in the car, and you were sort of wondering if you should go back and get her, or not really. Were no, you? I didn't know if it's going to be video. I right. thought it was just going to be audio, so I left that echo in the car. I just right. wear it for, for davening. I wear it for the but show. But have there been videos without you wearing it? Sure. Oh, some people yeah. have seen you then. Yeah, it's, that's all right. So I... Schleikis. Back to my point. That's how you say suspenders? <laughs> what are they called? Schleikis. Schleikis. If you're wondering how to say suspenders, <laughs> it's Schleikis, everybody. Anyway, I say you take with great pride that you've been on the show before. Mm-hmm. Because the impression is that someone with your background probably would be unfamiliar with something like JM and the AM. Right. Radio, you know, now digital apps, internet, and most people might suspect that someone of your background would either have nothing to do with something like this or just, you know, not, not think of it too highly. And that, as you proved last time, is not the case. You were... You were actually a fan, somebody who thought that what we do here is relatively important. Yes, absolutely. It's important and it's nice. And it's uh, in Israel, radio is very popular, you know, right. called Barama, called Chai, all that right. places. In, in America, it's not so, everybody, everybody's like, you know, not ranking in big box and making big advertisement. It's, it's a lot of work and it's not, you know, you have to be passionate about it. Um, and You're telling me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how long have you been doing 40 this? 40 years. 40 Just years. celebrated our 40th anniversary. Can I know how And you is? probably first, and we'll get to the new music, I know, believe me. <laughs> you probably first heard a JM and AM broadcast how long ago? What was the well, first time? I was growing up. I was it make... close to 40 years ago? 30 years ago? Like, what uh, did you say? How long ago? 25 years ago? Mm, yeah, 25 years About ago would be fear. Yeah. And how, and, and just full disclosure, I think most people know this, you grew up in Monroe, New York. That's right. Curious Yoel. Curious Yoel. How would someone in Monroe, Curious Yoel, had become aware of a show like this? Like, how would you even... Because my mother didn't speak much Yiddish. She's from Australia. And I guess she picked up on this show. She listened to Ali Gerstner, and she's like, she, she listens to Mammy Boys. She, she, we, we weren't the average family growing up. I was in just going to say, isn't that unusual? I mean, it is. for a woman in Monroe not to speak Yiddish must be difficult. <laughs> it is. You know, my mother, she, she had her, her journey. Yeah. She, yeah, yeah. 
and 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 she discovers this show, and this show sort of helps her acclimate to the Jewish community. Yeah, here. Con- connect to the music right. and just be involved in the in the culture and everything. So it's a complete fluke that you were familiar with this. It's just a fluke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Most it, people in Monroe who were your age at that time would have no clue that the show exists. Exactly, they wouldn't know what ninety point one. Ninety one point one. Ninety one point one. Jamie in the until AM. nine years ago. Yeah. So yeah, they, they um, a few might know, right. but most of them most of them wouldn't know, right. you know. Just. And in general, and I think we discussed this last time, and, and I know we have to get to the new music, but in general, our impression, the impression of people who grew up where I grew up or how I grew up, is that radios are are shunned in a neighborhood like Monroe. Yeah. Like, what would happen if someone would find out <laughs> that your mother was actually tuned into the radio? Are there consequences, or <laughs> are you able to survive something like that? Well, they were worse. Things than the radio that uh, you know my my parents that, that one could be involved with yeah yeah and they, you know they they come and they do they do keep you in line and uh, no you don't mean enforce I, they enforce. do of course they enforce they enforce policies to yeah. today also yeah for sure but if you want to live within the masgatas of their you know Obsicht uh, or their their stuff you gotta follow the rules you can't just do whatever you want you can't open a sushi store in the middle of Monroe they're not gonna right, but that's a, but that's a public right but also if you send your kids to school you can't have a, a television at home that's also a can big you have one. a radio at home? so now radio uh, I don't know it's like it's it's, it's not so bad yeah exactly but they will keep uh, you in line if it uh, goes out of are control are there restaurants in Monroe? there is but not yeah. sushi maybe there is sushi places within the restaurants right but not a specialty yeah, sushi place. That would be really like uh, I have been. To, have you been to Lakewood recently? Recently, yeah, I've, I go there a lot. I mean, do you see what's going on there? Yeah, yeah, it's not just now, but it's, it got crazy. It's it's gone off the rails. Yeah, yeah. Every specialty type of restaurant store yeah. establishment is now there. Yeah, it's not just the food; it's also the fashion, the clothing. Right. That's what I'm saying. Every or every walk of life. Mm-hmm. And you're in Muncie now. Where are you? I live in Muncie. Yeah, and yeah. isn't it sort of the same? Isn't it sort of like a mini Lakewood type of atmosphere now? I think Lakewood is ahead of the game right. uh, with the trending stuff. With yeah. the numbers, because they just have the numbers. Yeah, also. number of people and mm-hmm. the investment and the building. Yeah. Not as much as much space as there is in Rockland County. It's a lot more space to build in Lakewood. It seems there is. I don't know. I know Airmont has a very huge space, right. bigger than Muncie. So right. I don't know between Wesley Hills and all those right. uh, new city. I got to show you something that I have here, and you'll say, what? You, Nahum Siegel? Look at this. Look what I have here on my desk. RSVP. You know what that is? Yeah, this is the new, the right. new place. Now, you know how much it costs to eat at this restaurant? Yes, I know. I know how you much it costs. You do know how much it costs. Yeah. I mean, you, could, you could walk out of there easily spending $500 a person. Easily. If you go with just with your wife, with a spouse, if you go with no, a few t- people. But, no, but also the full meal. Right. If you only go with one person. Yeah. Right, the full meal it's, will cost you between three and 500 a person. Yeah, it will set you back that much, yes. Now, so what is your, now I don't need these may be friends of yours because I know it's owned by Hasidim. Yeah, he owns a, a different place. Right, he owns too. a different restaurant. Now, mm-hmm. by the way, I have this because I was invited by somebody. I don't want you to think that I went out of my way to go spend that kind of money at a restaurant. I was invited by somebody. They were very kind and nice to me. It's owned by a couple up there. That, yeah, that, Ruben, yeah. Lipa Ruben owns the place. Really nice people. Yeah. But they also went a little bit over the top in building this restaurant. They have to. They have to because they're competing with it, with themselves and they want to bring some. Why Why shouldn't people go to New York City? Why should he keep people here? So he, he wanted to bring something crazy. So he's in competition with the Manhattan restaurants. Yes. People will drive. Yes. Right. Yeah. Now, when you were a kid, and I know we have to get to the new music. When you were a kid, nobody in the Hasidic community ate in restaurants. Would that be accurate or not? 
My parents never had any extra money. My bot steakhouse was the big deal. You remember? No, I, I remember my bot. But mm. but my point is that even those in the Hasidic community with money would Didn't not go. be going to a destination no, restaurant. No, no, no. And today, it's it's pretty it's pretty standard almost. Yeah. And this RSVP has a specialty thing. I don't know if you know about this. He has little booths. Yep, well, I uh, saw them. That's crazy for rabbis. People who are supposed but their wives want to go out, you right. know, have a night, one night out, a chodesh. And so <sighs> it, they have an extra entrance and they have only men waiters. They're not paying us for this ad, right? No, I they know. just had this wins. Believe me, I know. But it's like an extra 100, 150 bucks and you have your privacy with your little shades. It's right. very nice. It's very. So the Jewish world has gone a little. More than a little between between right. jerky and uh, sourdough right. challahs and, and all charcuterie this. boards. Yes, it's crazy. And all this is going on here, not, and I hate to dampen the mood, but all this is going on here while our brothers and sisters in Israel are going through really challenging times. Yeah. Have you been to Israel recently? No, I've, I, I was there. I was there. Um, I was there for the second Halamai days. Before. Yes, yes. And now the, you're going back. I was told. Yeah, maybe next week I'm going back. If you go back next week, mm-hmm. what do you intend to do? Anything with the the injured, the soldiers, the families? Do you, do you have any idea what your plan is if you go back next week? If I do go back, I have to be back very, very fast uh, because I have a busy week. I would go, I would promote the album a little bit. I would go to the hospitals to visit a few of the families or patients. And uh, I mean, if you walk into a hospital room, mm. chances are if the, if, the, if, the, if the person in the bed is familiar with Jewish music, they're going to know you. And yeah, it might might um, um, brighten their day. Right, you, you have know? a presence in Israel. Yeah, especially about per- the Hasidish. Right. Yeah, yeah. You performed in Israel. Yeah, you haven't been times. banned by any of the Hasidic groups. No, yet. no, no. Maybe after this conversation, <laughs> nah, but you because that's not, not gonna be a problem. I mean, after all, you don't have your record. You know who knows what they have. <laughs> nah, and your mother people. was caught listening to the radio. <laughs> <laughs> they're good people. They don't. They're not gonna fire me just for not wearing my record, <laughs> right? Yeah. And also, what happened to you? Mm. You, you had much more of a larger presence yes, huh? the last time I saw you. Now you're sort of like half the size of the old Shmuelianger. Was this was this stress? Was this something on purpose? <laughs> was this going going less often to RSVP? Like what, what happened to you? You're funny. You're funny. You know the Havas <laughs> the vision is He liked a, a, a big yid, a overweight. He says there's there's more yid right. to, to love. <laughs> but Baruch Hashem, no, you have to be healthy. You have to be. You have to take care of yourself. And I've I've struggled with. Uh, obesity all my life you know since i can Even remember as a kid yeah of course especially as a kid yes yes as a kid and um, i've done surgeries in the past and even successful and not successful but lamasa now the i started a diet I, i'm in the gym three times a week wow. and now the diet is not so good but I, I was cutting out sugar for like 18 months straight it must be a great feeling to be in control of the situation. Yeah, it was. It definitely was. Until well, it was. still seems like you are. Yeah, it seems because I can gain another 50 pounds and people will not, you know. They when, won't I start, when I started losing weight, I lost 10 pounds, 20 pounds, 30 pounds, 40 pounds. I felt proud of myself. I didn't hear a word from nobody. They didn't until, notice. Until 55 pounds, people started saying, oh, you lost some weight, didn't you? 55 pounds it took. So I can still gain 55 pounds and people will not be saying, you're going good, keep it off. Wow. You know? Yeah. What a struggle. Shmuel Younger is here. Mazel tov to you. There's a brand new album and the way they distribute albums now, you actually brought me, this is, I guess, what we'd call a USB, right? Yeah, yeah. And this USB is for sale in certain stores, especially in the Hasidic and Yeshivish communities. You can purchase the USB. There are 12 total tracks on yes. this. Yes, 
Yes, go ahead. Yeah, something special about yeah. this. This is the first. First of all, USBs is like a, a Yiddish thing. In right. the Gorsha world, they don't sell an yeah. album USB. But this is the first time USB and USB-C. Ah. Yes. So you two see, different options. Yes, because the 2023 cars and right. update stuff has to have the USBs. This is actually the first, not one of the first. The first one that is printed. Uh, I, I have both. so many questions to ask you, but we, we, we got to play something. Give me, out of the 12 selections, I got all of them right here. It's all right here in this magical box <laughs> sitting in front of me. It's not like the old days when you'd come to the radio station, we'd have 20 different machines, and, and I'd have to take out a CD and figure out what to play. Forget about cassettes in those days. That was yeah. that, that was uh, even more of a of a challenge. But here it is right in front of me. What, which which selection does Shmuley Unger want to start with? Oh, you're asking a good question. So it's called Shalom Aleichem Shmuley. So Shalom right. Nachem guest, Shalom Nachem Nachem, Shalom Nachem the Nachem the Nachem Siegel Network. If you would have to start, we can start with maybe either Shalom Nachem the title track or track twelve. Azachiyat Zazan Ayid. All right, we'll do that one. We'll do that one. Azachiyat is the name of the selection. You're talking about Shmuel. We're talking about Shmuel Younger's brand new album entitled Shalom Aleichem. It's available. We'll tell you exactly how to obtain it coming up. If you don't want to get the USB, you may want to actually go to one of the digital sources that sell the album. We'll give you all that information coming up right here at JM in the AM. The nefesh finayid, the nefesh finayid, the roots of finayid, the roots of finayid, the hearts finayid, the hearts finayid, the machshuva finayid, the machshuva finayid, the nefesh finayid, the nefesh finayid, the roots of finayid, the roots of finayid. Oh, 
Hazachiah is the name of the song. Shalom Aleichem is the name of an album. What? People put out albums these days? We're going to ask Shmuel Younger about that. Shalom Aleichem Shmuley is the name of the album. Whew. You'd think I'd know that. I mean, come on. Azachiah. All right, so what's Azachiah about, especially for those of us who, uh, you know, are challenged when it comes to uh, when it comes to the language? Yeah. Also, the, the folks listening to this show, you know, largely speak English. It's an English-speaking audience. Right. So it's pretty simple. It's also Lushan Kurdish. Machshuva fin Ayid, just a thought of Ayid, the nafish from Ayid, the heart of Ayid, this is the first part. Wherever you go, whatever you do, wherever you are, you should know that you're very powerful. Every dibber from Ayid. And the Hoichafal, the high, I think it's called the verse. How goes the high part in English? The chorus or the verse? What's the, f- I always mix it up. Well, the chorus is, is what's repeated at some point during the song. I'm not sure what you mean by high part. Yeah, I call it the high part. That's how we call it. Because the high C. part is a verse and the low part's a verse. But the uh-huh. but I but the but the chorus is what's repeated. You know, uh-huh. you come back to it and you repeat it again. So I guess we I, I call it the chorus. And the chorus, the Ooh, high part. I got knew the answer to that. Is Sharayos Bikolram scream Bikolram Bucharbuni Mikolam? He chose us of all the felker. as a chia. What is a chis to be a yid? That's nice, and it is a schus. And these times prove it. What kind of schus it is? A JM name is Shmuel Younger. All right, you know, hey. There are very few artists who are releasing full albums at one time. Today, singles, live performances, videos, MP3s that make their way around the world and back in 10 seconds. Very few people are walking into a studio and saying, you know what, I'm going to put together a 12-song collection and release it to the public. So with that in mind, what was behind this? Uh, Well, for me, for me, the, the, the... the business I'm in was never about CD sales. Um, folks like like MBD and Avramel and even Jakob Schwecki. Meaning from those looked, eras. Yes, from between let's say 1995 till 2005, right. or even before 90, yeah, 1995. Course, but, yeah, but especially then, right? Yeah, there were there were lots of money to be made on sales of CDs. People didn't have a lot of exposure to YouTube and to Amazon, and uh, Amazon is nothing but Spotify and all. This yes, stuff. yes, and, and and entertainment. You know, Netflix and YouTube, and you would buy the music disc, the tape, and you would turn it over and you would listen to it, track one and track two. You would have your favorites. But as the as the time went on and the internet became so familiar, and there's so much entertainment out there, and people started also copying and not paying for it. There was a time before downloads sure. and streaming became heavy and there was a lot of crying yeah. or sitting around and crying. I was never in the time that I made a lot of money of CD sales that I should feel hit and, and, and destroyed. The, the, the business I was in is by performances and I needed stuff to perform, right? I need material. So this is material. Every now and then I got to put out material for, for people, for good folks. And they say, ooh, this is a new song. I'm going to bring him. I need him to sing this song. Understood, but you could have done that in 12 months. You could have released one a month and maybe been more effective in that mm, way. Maybe, right? But, you know, an album is, like, special. It's, it becomes, like, a little bit of an identity, yeah. and it's a, it's a, it's a co- collaboration. It's called yeah. it's like Look, I, I'm not arguing with you because I'm from this era, so it's, it's uh-huh. a nice throwback for us that we have an <laughs> album that's been released. Who did you work with on this? Like, who do you go to musically to put together a production like this? Uh, I went to a few music arrangers. Naftali Schnitzler helped me with music. Yuda Galili helped me with music. Hershey Ginsberg, a few new guys helped me with music. 
Um, vocals, vocals was a big challenge for me to record vocals and to get the vocals right. So I found somebody named Yossi Glick. He's been doing this for a long time. Lives in Skvir. <laughs> yeah, I would come in Motzeh Shabbos and he would still wear his uh, shtivel. You know, they wear shtivel. Okay, what's a shtivel? <laughs> shtivel is boots. A oh, boots on oh, Shabbos? Yes, Shabbos. But not all Skvir does that, do they? People living in Skvir, it's by 98% wear the boots married... Boots yeah, yeah. Until, like, a tall boots, right, like, until yeah. the knees. Correct. The Rebetzin passed away, may she, may she That's be right. my They're sitting shiva like, now, right? Yes, yes, right. they're the sh- sitting shiva. And he would have the whole levish, and I would come in, and it would, I would just record it with our, with our bren, with our flas. So that was that was very now, nice. Now, one second. Is that studio in Square? Yes, yes, it is. Do people in Square know that the studio exists, yes, or it's yes. fine? No, yeah. People That's in Square know, yeah, it's good, it's okay, it's accepted. And what happens when you, you... You grew up, and I know this only because of an experience I have with Lipa, you grew up in Monroe, and there were musicians your age, right? There were there are great guitarists and drummers out of Monroe yes. from your era, correct? Maybe a little bit older, yeah. Okay. Mandy Hershkowitz, a good example. Yeah, yes. And that was what I mean. The, his parents, and not that we should analyze him, but you know what I mean. Generally speaking, the the parents see a you know a child with a unique ability, certainly compared to other kids in the neighborhood, and they encourage it are they are they admonished for for leading them in that direction like what happens when someone wants to pursue an instrument because some of the performers that come from Monroe and again I know this from my experience of Lipa are are simply spectacular yeah, yeah. Lipa is from Square it's not from correct Monroe, but, but he, it's the same idea the reason I say it like that is because we've been involved he and I in certain performances where the musicians he used were from Monroe uh-huh so uh-huh. I, I had this discussion with them and I was wondering you know, so what happens when someone in your community uh, exhibits an ability or a talent in what's sometimes a little bit off the beaten path? So it's not easy to answer. Everybody is different. My mother encouraged me very much to sing and pursue it. And I was always shy singing as a child, especially at home. Like the Zemiris, even now, if, if it's a small crowd, it's more pressure for me. <laughs> oh, you feel it? You know it too? If I MC for 50, I'm much more nervous than for 50,000. Right. Much more 50, nervous. 50,000, whatever. Correct. It's good. It's a lot of people. <laughs> they don't even notice me. Correct. <laughs> yeah, so at home with my father, my father couldn't sing. He liked to sing, but the, the music is from my mother's from my mother's side for sure. So my mother encouraged it. Naftali Schnitzler, also from Monroe. Right. His family, it wasn't so accepted. And he, they, they, they were hiding from it, and they were not going to acknowledge it. And, and, you know, even for Afi Koiman, they're going to buy him a keyboard. Maybe I remember him telling me it was like a big deal. So, so it, it would depend on the parents. Some parents would encourage it, and some parents would, would uh, shy away from it and not acknowledge it. And not it. to make this a therapy session, but if you're not involved, and by you I mean collective you, if you're not involved as a kid in Torah study or reading, acceptable reading, there's very little else to get into in the community, right? Right. There's you're, not much. You're, and if you're a social person, even if you're shy at home, but if you just like to interact with people... That's you end up finding you, you end up finding yourself doing that, right? You find kids, you play mm. ball, you're running around, you know. But if you're somebody who doesn't have the patience to sit still and just pursue these types of things, there's not much else going on. No, so that's why you, they encourage you to to learn. I get it. A lot of people a, find that difficult. Yes, yes, they they do find it difficult, but it, it's it's a way of life, you know. I never felt. Uh, uh, like like I, I couldn't, like I'm limited and I can do stuff. I, I never felt it. Oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah. 
Do you have children? Yes, I have two twins. Do you deal with them in a similar fashion, in a different fashion? Do you incorporate any of the stuff that you've seen now in other communities into your fatherhood or not necessarily? Uh, yeah, I guess so. I, I, I'm very traditional. Whatever my father uh, wasn't accepted from my father, I wouldn't, I wouldn't accept at home and I wouldn't uh, teach it to my kids. I'm not. In, I'm not sending my kids to Satmet. I went to Satmet. Satmet is very strict. Like the women are not allowed to drive. I send my kids to Minkac, and how do you say it? Like more, more liberal. It's not right. liberal, but you know, it's not that the, the women could drive. It's okay. And uh, one thing that is not encouraged, which I like, I don't know why. Maybe I'm going to talk to the Manal about it. They don't wear a uniform in in my kids' school. I think a uniform is 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 easier. It's convenient. What's the what's the downside of wearing uniform? It also know? relieves a lot of pressure that some kids might feel if they're not. Also, exactly, you know. Also, when I was growing up, my parents bought bought, bought from Walmart. That's right. why we were wearing. But my wife, she's from Williamsburg, and there's a standard. Well, Walmart over there. was not acceptable. Beshimai noifenish, and it wouldn't like even be a joke. It would be like almost offensive. Come on, these are your children. That's what she would tell me. You dress them properly. Exactly, and even and and there's so many levels between like, you know, really expensive, but. But if you would have a uniform, what is the downside? I, I don't know why, why some schools don't, don't enforce it. Anyway, we got carried away. No, I think but it's very helpful for certain communities to hear that, to say the least. Shmuley Unger is here. All right, the title track is Shalom Aleichem. Mm-hmm. We're going to listen to it. You'll tell us about it. More coming up. Uh, Shmuley Unger is in our studio here in Teaneck, New Jersey. Shalom Aleichem Shmuley is the name of the album. Yes, it's a 12-selection album. Could you imagine and we'll tell you exactly how to get it, aside from finding the USB in certain yeshivish and Hasidic stores, coming up right here at JM in the AM. Auf der Nacht der Yid von Schila Heimer geht, zweimal Luchem in der Sarbagleit. Mit den Kindern liegt sie zusammen beim Schabbestisch erstreit, in Heitung singen mit der Warmkeit. Schuloi Malachem, Malachai, Malachai, Schuloi Malachai, Schuroi Malachai, Elioi. Mi Melech Malachai, Ham Luchem, Akudosh Burichi, Akudosh Burichi. Oh, 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 
Moments ago was still a singer and performer in the Jewish music world, but just revealed to me now that he's a podcaster. The nerve <laughs> of the guy. He's a podcaster. He thinks he could be a radio type host. Amazing. That's, by the way, the title track. Anything you want to tell us about the title track, Shalom Aleichem Shmuley? So, you know, now it's the title track, but until until a few months ago, I did not know how I'm going to call the album. I had a very hard time figuring out what name am I going to give it. And Shalom Aleichem was so obvious, I didn't even think about it. And I my like friend, it. My friend Duvet Kaufman, he composed track two, it's called Fire. Maybe we'll listen to that for the next one, track yeah, two. Yeah, in fact, um, oh, somebody was featuring Fire. I don't remember where I saw it. Maybe Yossi's wife. Could have been Yossi, yes. yeah. He was featuring Fire. Mm-hmm. He's a member of our network. And um, and that's another... I mean, look, we're, we're hitting some really popular selections here that are uh, on the brand new album. All right, so what do you call your podcast? What's the name of it? It's called Schmillicast. And this is a fully Yiddish show. I want it to be a guest of yours, I said. And yes. you said, hey, Nachum, I would... you got to learn some Yiddish. <laughs> How good is your Yiddish? My Yiddish is on a high. Oh, oh, no, is you your know... Yiddish perfect or not? Why do you say perfect? Meaning, like, if you walked into a real Rebbe Yiddish speaker, they'd appreciate the way you speak Yiddish. No, no, they wouldn't. You're on a street Yiddish. I'm a street Yiddish, and, for sure. And your English, you would... How do you know English so well, by the way? We established before. My mother's because from Australia. Jam- oh, right. She spoke English. <laughs> Only English. Because the average guy your age in Monroe would not know English as well as you Exactly. Do. They would know three words. It's, I don't speak English. That's it? No, some of them. It, some of them are really but bad. But in the summer schools, they don't teach English even in third, fourth grade? Yes, three? yes, yes. The one hour a day. But some people learn. Yeah. Some people just, you know, take a break from the day then. <laughs> right. It's not it's not really serious. But, you know, a lot of folks from my age are good business people right. and are doing right. very well for themselves. And, you know, with speaking English, without knowing how to spell and write. Did you have gym class in third grade? There's no gym class even in 10th grade. No such thing. No such thing. That's one of the things I spoke on the podcast. So you were not a basketball player? <laughs> no. Soccer? Nothing. Nothing. We, pay, we, we played Frisbee. Is that a thing by you? Sure. We used to take the cover of the Karachi's container from Mahadan. <laughs> but the big one, the small one is not right. going to fly. The little bigger one. But you know they sell Frisbees. You know that. Yeah, yeah. But that we, could be a good Afi COVID present. <laughs> no, it wouldn't. <laughs> it would not. No. It, it wouldn't fly, as it they say. It wouldn't fly. Schmoly Unger is in studio. All right, look. How does someone 
who does not want the USB. I get it. There are a lot of people who want to put the USB in their car, maybe even in their laptop, whatever the case may be. And this is a very popular way in the yeshivish and Hasidic world of selling an album, a collection of music. What about the guy who spends a lot of time on, I don't know, on uh, 24-6, on Spotify, on uh, you know these types of streaming services? Could they go ahead and find Shmuley Unger's material? So right now it's streaming. There's a difference between download and streaming. Right. People are still figuring it out. So it's streaming on 24-6, and it's coming to stream on Spotify and Apple Music all over the place, Motza Shabbos, coming Motza Shabbos, Good. the 24th. And you can download it. You can go to my website, shmiliunger.com. You can download it there together with the booklet. And are you, can, you offering it as a free download or no? No, no, no. This it's a, not a free. It's a regular album sale. Yes. I wanted to make it a little bit cheaper, but right. I'm working with the distribution, and one of the things, and the agreement was that if I if 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 I would like to work with them, right. I cannot sell it for cheaper. I'm glad to hear there's still a distributor in Jewish music. Yes, that's also Can very I nice. Ask the name of the yeah, Lachaim Distribution. Lachaim's still around. Yeah, Yosef Moshe. You know him? Sure, you got to send him my best. He's going to be on the podcast. This coming out seriously? Today. Yes, in Yiddish, in Yiddish. So. And that podcast lasts what twenty to thirty minutes or more? Oh, I would want it to last that only that because it, it would be right. so much easier. But it's it's like an hour, an hour twenty oh. minutes, hour thirty so minutes. So you go yeah. crazy. I, I don't know why. You're like I, me. I, you go off on all these different directions. You know, it's, it's, uh, entertainment is very big. There's comedy, there's storytelling, and now there's podcasting. Here's what we should do. You should have me as a guest and Lipa as the translator. Hmm. Lipa should do the Yiddish, right? I'll go ahead and I'll say my answer in English, and then Lipa will take it and translate it to Yiddish for your audience. I hear you. You know, but Lipa, I don't know, maybe he can go off the rails and do his own thing on your word. That's, that's what, what are I'm, you going to do then? That, that's what I'm hoping. <laughs> I, I, I want it to be a ratings grabber after all. <laughs> you also said to me, interestingly enough, that you want to keep this as Yiddish. And it's funny you said this because now that we're in an era of niche audiences and you want to build up that small, I don't know how small it is, but you want to build up that niche audience of the Yiddish speakers. You're not going to divert from that in order to get a guy like me or anybody else on the show. Correct. Which There's pretty cool. So many, so many fascinating and, and interesting people, you have lawyers and doctors right. and people like you who speak English. And, and you know, so I'm mamish limited. I had on Rabbi Manus Friedman. Right. And, and I wanted and he suggested doing it in Yiddish. Yes. Right. I asked him, maybe we do this one in English, you know, to go viral on Instagram. Right. And he says, you know, your specialty is Yiddish. Yiddish, we're going to keep it in Yiddish. And, and, and Yiddish is easier for me. In English, it would have been way more pressure, and I didn't want to take on pressure. I wanted to be it for a hobby for me. Some, some you know, Lipe is a painter, Betty Weber right. opened the yeshiva, everybody right. does there. I want to be schmeezing and socializing and getting to know people and sharing the experiences with the whole world. Does Barry have a good Yiddish? Yeah, of yeah. course. Barry a fine, a fleecing Yiddish. Does he do a podcast? He would come, he actually told me this week, he told me, Shmeli, you know, if you would have me on, you can put me on your list, I'll Con do it. Convince him to sit in this chair, because I want to talk to him about his yeshiva. He's amazing. Uh, the yeshiva is closed already. I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, it, 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 it's, I don't know. It, it, Financially, it was not possible? I don't know exactly. It was a lot of work, and yeah. it was a lot of stress. And you Is know, he still saving Jewish lives, though? He is. He's saving a lot of neshumas oh, so with his it. music. Forget about the school. That's the most important thing. Yeah, yeah. he's still doing his, his heilig avoid. Hopefully, we'll speak with him one day about that. Mm -hmm. uh, JM in the AM on a new music alert Thursday. Shmuley Unger is in our studio, believe it or not. That's right. He's here. And we're having quite a time exploring the uh, the world of Jewish music. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for having me. Your heroes musically. I mean, you mentioned MBD and Shweki before. Obviously, anybody your age would have found them to be, you know, really popular. Anybody else 
along the way that we may not think of as a, you know, as somebody that you really respected or was a mentor to you or that you dreamt you'd be on the same stage as them one day? Anybody else? Any other names? Well, everybody, even mentioning Betty Weber. Betty gave out his first music album when I was still in Yeshiva, Bukhid. I never thought I might... So I'm, meeting him was cool the first time you met him? Absolutely. The first time I saw him, it was still a memory. I saw him in the grocery store. I was walking in and he was checking out. And I had to take a step back and look at him and like really feel, well, this is Barry Weber. And this oh, yeah. was like maybe more than 10 years ago. He was mamish nobody, still living in Monroe. Right. So, yeah. So I grew up, my mother brought home Miami Boys Choir, Avramel, Daddy we had at home. Have MDD. you ever been in a concert with Miami? Have you ever been in a... Yes, yes. Yeah, I've worked with... You did with Begun, yes. Yes. Well, Chalamoid or something? Chalamoid, yeah, a few years ago. That Me, Avremu. interesting. It was. Working with Yerachmil was also interesting. The way he operates, he's also been doing it for and a, a long time. And a great composer, you have yeah, to admit. such a good composer. Yeah. Very good composer. And another one of my guys uh, that I, I respected and was, you know... Yeah. Uh, subconsciously a mentor for me which I didn't figure out until after was Mechul Schnitzler Zohran oh, Levrucha what a guy Mamish what a guy what a guy I, and I started learning Mishnayas Lil Nishmas and I'm gonna be Messiah Mamasechta Mir Tzashem yes for, for the Yurtzat so Mechul Schnitzler definitely was a big inspiration especially for the live gigs that I do just the, the, the song selection and the whole vibe he opened the way he was uh, he took a lot of bullets for all of us singers out there in the Hasidic community no question about it. He also was had this incredible ability to cross over to every part of our community. Mm. Um, he was beloved by every segment of the community. And I had a special, and it's funny, we're coming up to Purim Katan tomorrow night. Tonight, tonight's Purim Katan. Yeah. On Shushan Purim every year. I don't know if you remember this. Machol Schnitzel would come on the air with me to raise money for Mo Schitim, for a family that had no money for Pesach. And every year we dedicated an hour just... We, we said people do most campaigns and rabbis collect for hundreds of families in the community. We know of one family that had nothing, and he and I together, every Shushan Purim for about 10 years, wow. we had this special project together. So I had like this, you know, we had this bond together that we yeah. had this special at le- project. At least together. once a year. And yeah, once yeah. a year we had this uh, nice. this mutual effort. And what, after 10 years, the family just finally got out of debt and just is striving now. I hope so. <laughs> I, I'll tell you, I, I don't know what happened in the end. All I know is that, uh, that, that thank God there are people in the community who, uh, who took on the responsibility to take care of them. Mm-hmm. And boy, that must be a big part of your community growing up, watching people take care of others. Oh, for sure. My father, who was a tremendous admirer of so many in the Jewish community, right to left, all across the board, um, he would always talk about when it came to Simon. You know, my father was a great Zionist. You can imagine. He, I'm sure he had. But the Simon Rebbe and my father were very close, as many people remember. Hertz Frankel used to tell me stories about what my father and the Simon Rebbe were able to accomplish together. But you can imagine with the Zionist attitude, you know, there must have been some friction. Anyway, at our Shabbos table, all my father ever spoke about when it came to Satmer was what they taught us about Bikrachol. That's all he talked about. Yes. They are the leaders. And anybody else who thinks that they've taken over that spot in the last 40 years, they still haven't come close to what Satmer does. Yes. And in your community, you see buses going and meals being made and, and people on the phone making sure that everyone's taken care of. And they're taken care of, by the way, people from every Jewish community yes. across the board. So. Mm-hmm. Anyway, there you have it. Mamish, Mamish. Chesed and Satmer was something really, really nice and special. It's not just the Bikr Choylem part. I told you that I had surgeries when I was growing up. Right. 
I was 16, 17, I wanted to do it, it was called the lab band. And my father wasn't alive. I was a user. My father passed away when I was 14. And I had nobody to take me to all these appointments. You know, six months, they make you go through all kinds of tests. Manhattan hospitals. Yes, Manhattan hospitals and private doctors. And there's an organization called Gamach Hatzula. And you have an Chesed in Skver, a Chesed Willensburg. Those are people who, with their cars, they would take people to the hospital back and forth, people coming and going. And I would go with Gamach Hatzula. And I would come to the hospital, I would be hungry, I would, I would go to the Bikr Choylem room, Satmer Bikr Choylem, you know, they would give you jello and, you know... <laughs> A tuna fish sandwich. Yeah, whatever it was, it, you know, it's really special, you know, you, you don't feel alone. Chesed in, in, in Satmer, you know, especially in Monroe, top, top notch. And anybody of any background will tell you they'll do it for anybody in our community. Yeah, yeah. All right, uh, there's an album out there. It's called Shalom Aleichem Shmuli. We have time for one or two more selections, and you are DJ today. You are the one choosing the music. All right, so... We've done a... Oh, you said we should do fire, No, right? but I'm thinking oh, now how, how much time we have left. We can do two more. So let's do one for Israel. There's one uh, song, it's called Habito, track five. You're going to find it, right, Habita. Yeah. Here it is. And that's a really beautiful track. It's not from a famous composer. Maybe now he'll become famous. He sent it to me more than a year ago. Who is it? His name is Chaim Altman. He lives, I think, in, 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 in Betar, in Betar in Israel. And he sent it to me. I loved it. And now after October 7, it's really appropriate to, with the hostages situation. And I released a video special in the Israeli market on this song with some visuals of the war and stuff. It's very, very appropriate. Listen to it. Lexia Oyer. Brand new Shmuley Unger on a new music alert Thursday at JM in the AM. Never is a hope. 
song is called Habita. Shmuel Younger and I were just talking about uh, about the war. Shmuley was actually in Israel, as he mentioned earlier, on Shemini Atzeris morning. Yeah. And uh, you might actually be going back in the next couple of days, as you said earlier. We'll see. I want to, but I have a very busy week. Yeah, and I if know. I'm going to push it in. I'm I know. Gonna, you ready? We'll see. Go ahead. Mazel tov to the Rifkin and Weiss families. Mazel tov, mazel tov. What a baby. No. You are singing at the wedding next Sunday night. <laughs> Am I now? Yeah. I got to check my phone. I like to Benji Rifkin. You can't check your phone. We're using it. Yeah. Benji Rifkin is the chassan. He's from Potomac, Maryland. Very good friends of the Frank family, who you know are friends and supporters of JM and the AM. And you're performing next Sunday. It's not this Sunday. March so. 3. Now you're talking. Right. March yeah. 3. Where's that, Marina? I Somewhere think Marina, Bronx, but what I do know is I learned special a song, Misha Berach Lechaelim. Seriously? Yes, seriously. Have you done it at any wedding in the last I did it months? last night. Also, I kept on pushing it. I didn't want to do it, but I, the pressure was too much. And I, I said, all right, my clientele hired And this me. happens during the chuppah? Yeah, after after the bruches, right. before Imesh Kuchich, they like Misha Berach. So I, I learned it for for March 3rd, for the Rifkin Chasana. And last week, the the musician from last night asked me, by the way, the family, they want Misha Berach. Do you know it? Do you do it? And I said, you know what? I'm learning it. And for I, good practice. Yes. And I said, yeah. So I did Where it was night. the wedding last night? In Marina del Rey. And I think March 3 is also... Yeah, they said the Bronx. I'm assuming it's Marina. Yeah, Marina del Rey. So I'm very much looking forward to the Chasana, Amir Tzashem, Coldplay... Do you, like the, do you like the uh, chuppah room at the marina or not? Yeah, sometimes they set it up in different places. Bensi, I think Bensi Sokol is right. the guy taking Good care. Good guy. Bensi's at Sadiq, Bensi. Shout out for Bensi. Yeah. 
So, yeah, I like what's not to like. Well, it's isolated. If it's a big crowd, it could be a little crowded in there. Yes, yes, it was really crowded yeah. last night. Versus what, Lake Terrace? What, what are you comparing it to? No, I'm it just to? comparing it to even a place like the Brightstone, where you just have space because it's one uh -huh. big room. Right. A Terrace Chaya. Yeah. You have space. It's yeah. a Terrace Chinka. You have space because it's one big room. Right. Uh, again, not putting down Marina because uh, I got married in Marina. Yeah. So, yeah, so, so it's an unbelievable facility. It's just the Chupa room, because of the way it's set up, yeah. can be limited if you have a million people in the Lake Terra is the same thing. They have a oh, separate yeah? chupa room. Yes, they have a separate Is that room. the Lakewood place? Are there other Lakewood places? In Lakewood, I think Lake Terrace is the place, but there's definitely more places. There's the Chayde, there's the... Base Vegar? Base Vegar. Did, did Muncie ever get a place other than the atrium, or basically the atrium is the place? Oh, we have in Muncie. What? We have Ateris Chadna. That's near Square? Yes, that's on the, on the 45 Mamish near Square. Literally outside of Square. Yes, outside of Square. You have the atrium. You have a Teres Chai Sura, an affordable Satmeta Hall, very good hall. In Monsi itself? In Monsi, over the 59 off Ridge. Yeah, it's in Monsi. Interesting. Yeah, you have Vilchovitz, and uh, a Vizhnitsa Hall. It's also affordable. That's on the 306 and corner of... Uh, whatever, like with four corners, Main Street and 306. You have a few weddings. As places. a singer... And this is really going to get you in trouble, but why not get you in trouble? As a singer, if you were doing a chuppah, as a singer, if you're doing a chuppah somewhere, because there's some chuppahs where you as a singer can be overcrowded by people. I mean, I know what it's like. I've been with yeah. the, the bands a million times. Where would you best like to perform? Because there's a place in Williamsburg where I think you're like on top, and, and right, isn't there like a balcony or something? Which place in Williamsburg? Vajoyo Moshe, maybe? Vajoyo Moshe. Doesn't a it have like a balcony and you could be... On top of the chuppah is going on. Is that maybe just during the meal? Maybe just during the reception? Anyway, know. is there a place that, that you find most comfortable? Yes or no? Is it? Sure. Which one? Atrium. Atrium is the most comfortable for you. Yeah, it's local. Yeah, but I'm talking about once you're there. Like once you're there and you're performing, is there you know, like a room that you like oh, the best? That's or, a good question. You know. That's a good question. So which? Because when you're in Marina, again, great place, but you could be... Yeah, you can be smushed while yeah, you're singing. There's yeah. no buffer zone. You mean correct, like to go correct? <laughs> correct. Rockley has no buffer zone. Exactly. Right? Yes. Yes. But Rockley has a good parking space. I correct. go around. You know where to park by the Rockley. Of course, I know where to park in the Rockley. <laughs> so I have my I have my my room. I go to so, my car. You so know? it depends. There's different factors yes. that go into this. Some places don't have don't have why don't have uh, internet. Right. There's, high, there's no internet. There's right. a room that you know, and you want to put out something right. for Instagram or you know a post. I I beg Baba for. Internet, you know. Yeah, <laughs> so, you know, or any great engineer will make sure you have internet. So it's 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 between good food, having a room where to go, uh, you know, have a buffer zone, right. parking, and, and and service. These are the right. four things. And that distance. Is, and distance. Right. Yeah, yeah. You know, nobody likes to travel. It's a waste right. of time. But if you're already in the car and it's not the atrium, I guess I guess the Rockley, right? Yeah, that, Rockley. Yeah, that's would be the, yes. That'd be one of the closer places. Mm -hmm. Shmuel Younger, this was quite a delight. And when you revealed to me off the air that it's rare that you're out of your house at 7.30 in the morning, that was a great compliment to me, and I it appreciate was. that. Of course, I, I love to be here. I, I, you know, this, uh, the clientele listening to this podcast is, I think, 90%. Broadcast, young man. Broadcast. What, I, I said podcast? You said podcast. Oh, sorry, yeah. I, I'm not like you podcasters. Yes, yes. Over the air, we spoke <laughs> that there's a difference between broadcasting and podcasting. It's, it's a different balachayim. Say that again. But most of you people listening to, to this show and enjoying it every day and, and, and Fridays and Eid of Shabbos, are the people that I see by Hasanas. So I, I figured, but it's really made. I said, we got to get the word out. Jamin the end was the first place. 
And um, so Sruli Meyer's Yiddish name is Sruli Meyer. Sruli Meyer. Sruli Meyer. I guess so. I like that. I guess so. Um, you know, one of the big differences between a podcaster and a broadcaster. Go ahead. A podcaster does not have to wake up at four o two in the morning. How do you like that? Why would a podcast? Why would a broadcaster be up at four o two? Because the I have to start this show at six. You go live every day. Live every day for forty years. Speak to your mother. She'll tell you. <laughs> live every day for 40 years. And never Does your any... mother like the Yamatsmoot special? Could you ask her if she likes the Yamatsmoot special? I will. She's probably listening she now. She probably does like the Yamatsmoot special. Well, she, yeah, she, she does. She speaks Hebrew. When we were growing up, my parents would speak Hebrew, so the kids shouldn't understand. But right. it was like Aniro Tzel, Ifchar, that kind right. of Basic Hebrew. Hebrew. <laughs> Do you still have family in Australia? Yes. You yes, still have family. Do you ever visit them? I have not been to Australia. Ever? Ever. No, I've been cold there. You may want to keep it that way because the flight is a many, many hours. I love, I love travel. I love being on the flight, being on. Uh, yeah. Wait, till, wait till ten years from now, you'll come back to me and say I can't take this anymore. You think? Maybe. I also love to travel till about till about fifty. We'll then it, see. then it just we'll becomes see. difficult, especially yeah. with my size, frankly. Yeah. Avramel, Avramel does it like this. Avramel's on He gives me flight advice, Avramel. <laughs> he tells me about which airlines to check out and which seats. He knows. He, he knows. knows. He, Believe you me. Yes, yes. He, and yes. what's funny about you saying that? You know how many times. I've been on planes with him. It's so funny. Of all the performers, I think I've been on flights with him way more than anybody else, which is yeah. funny. Yeah, he travels a lot. He does a lot yeah. of work. He does a lot of concerts in Israel. Yeah. I see Yoivel y- Stupel does his, all his music. Right. I, I get his status. I see he's working and working, you know. Amazing. Yeah. How do people, by the way, book you for a wedding? Like, who do they call? What do they do? I have great management. I have an office. His name is Shalom Vakshal. Maybe you've met him. He Where does, is he from? He's an Israeli guy. He has the band Hamanagnam. You've heard of sure. Hamanagnam. Kumzing, Kumtans. He's a producer. He produces Dirshu, and he produces a lot of these big concerts, and he does my management. You so if I want you at Marina, speak to him. Yeah, I, you can speak to me, and I will, I will, I will take care of you. But when it comes to the finances right. and the, all the logistics, right. he makes sure. When it comes to saying the Mishabara for Tzahal, that we could talk about directly. Yes, but when it comes to the finances, people can that's speak to. That's right. Him. That's right. Yes, the music part I take care, and I, I'm on top of that. You know, Barry got in trouble for for doing something that looked Zionistic. I hope you don't get in trouble for saying the Mishabara for Tzahal. I thought about it, and. Uh, which trouble can I get? This is my Parnusa, right? Parnusa, I think it trumps everything. Well, not just Parnusa. It's also a beautiful prayer for people that are in really difficult situations. That is true. That so, is true. Know. You know, I have a friend, Naftali Kemper, an Israeli. And, and we played him this morning. Oh, you played yeah. him. He's so fantastic. He must be a really nice guy. You can hear it through. I'm serious. You can hear it through his music. He must yeah. be a really nice person. He is. He is good. And he tell, and, and he's an Israeli, and he says for him to sing the Misha Barich is a no, 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 for sure not. Wow. And yeah, and I'm a, and I'm from an even more Hasidic right. community, but because I'm an American, it's they would yeah they they're gonna let it. Uh, we gotta end on a positive play. note. We gotta end on a positive note. All right, we're gonna play fire. How about we're that? gonna play fire? That's how we're gonna wrap up. Okay. And I want to thank you so much for coming. Yashikichach. And I want to wish you continued hatzlacha. Oh, mine. And uh, and thank you for appreciating the work that everybody's doing in this industry. It's, sure. it's not just me. It seems you have an appreciation for everybody's role in mm. all of this, which yes. is really sweet and really nice. Yes, and entertainment, yeah. b- yes. and inspire inspiration, inspiring mm. people to do good things. We try. We give it our best. Shkayach Shmuli Younger. The name of the album is Shalom Aleichem Shmuli. Uh, this is a. I'm holding a USB. Matzei Shabbos will be on Spotify. It's already streaming on 24-6, but you'll be able to download it on all these streaming services after this weekend. And uh, go buy it, enjoy it. Shmuley Unger is amazing. 
and uh, and good luck at these weddings. Yes, thank I'm you sure, so I'm much. I'm sure the Rifkin and uh, and Weiss family is going to be very happy. Yes, I'm looking forward. You're, you're shocked that I knew that, huh? <laughs> I have I have good communication out there with our listeners. Will you be there? Will Will, will I see you there? I don't think I'm going to be there March third. So let's Mr. Rifkin have Jam and the AM on. <laughs> Bring him on. Speak, speak to Mixter Waxel <laughs> and get Jay and Dave to visit the wedding. <laughs> and there you have it. Shmoli Unger on a new music alert Thursday at JM in the AM. Brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web at NachumSingle.com and the NachumSingle Network, and of course on the beloved NSN app. Wraps up an amazing Thursday here at JM and the AM. My thanks to Shmuley Unger. The brand new album is called Shalom Aleichem Shmuley. Go get it and enjoy it.